Elizabeth. No, Elizabeth. No, Elizabeth, don't. This is Left Unsupervised with Elizabeth Morales, your comedic host that's done it all. Actress, writer, director, producer, headdresser, bartender, beauty pitch, and organizer, rock and roll PR expert, talent coordinator, bookkeeper, hostess, makeup artist, wife, mother, and general badass. Now listen as she interviews all of her favorite celebrities, doctors, and entrepreneurs that she's met along the way. This week, Elizabeth is left unsupervised with her guest, Troy Jensen. So Tess, what is your biggest pet peeve when you see like somebody's makeup? Like, What is the one thing that drives you nuts? I really try not to judge, but yeah. I swear to you, <laughs> when I see someone's neck and like chin line not blended oh. with foundation, I want to go lick my thumb and like go in there and just smooth it out for them. I'm like, it's it looks bad. Blend that shit. Yeah, it looks really bad. It uh, that jawline of like the foundation, and then the neck is like white, and the face was like. Crazy. You got to match. You got to match. Blend that shit. (laughs) What about you? What about you? Oh, my God. Lip liner. Like an old woman that can't see. So, you know, her lip liner gets all crazy. But when they put the lip liner and it just either it's not the right color or they do the crazy. Overdrawn. Overdrawn where it. I think because the trend is like everyone wants like these big lips. But my friend actually said it on Instagram. She was like, stop overlining your lips. You look ridiculous. <laughs> Buy some filler and call it a day. Yes. Because it looks crazy. You got to promise me that, you know, I can't see without my glasses. <laughs> so if I ever have the crazy lip liner, you better let I got me know. You. I got you. You got my back? Always. Okay. Tessa, the year's almost over, right? 2018 is almost done-ski. I cannot believe it. Do you have big plans? For like, do you believe in New Year's resolutions? Or do you have your New Year's resolutions? In theory, I believe in them. But, yeah. you know, I just, it's like if I don't do it now, just do it. Like Nike, right? Just right, do it. Just do it. <laughs> what about you? Yeah, you know, I I do have these New Year's resolutions, but I've learned over time that just when you want to do something, you just got to do it. Like, why wait for the New Year's? Because... You'll do it in the beginning of like probably like the first five days, right? maybe two weeks, and then you're like, ah. So I just say, screw the resolutions, just do it. You're a doer of the things, and you are a doer of the things because you followed this guy that we're going to meet today. What did you have to do? Exactly. Six years I followed (laughs) him because his work is incredible. He's just, oh my God, I'm just so excited to have him here, especially because I love makeup. And I love makeup, like, I think women look great when they have makeup, but you can't tell they have a lot of makeup. Right. It looks beautiful, but then you want that glam look. And he does it all. He does the glam look, the natural look. Anything look. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Would you die if you could work with him? I would die if he did me. I I just know, like... I'm t- so I'm thinking. You're like, move the wedding picture. This picture is going yes, out. Exactly. <laughs> Aiden, son, your picture's great, but have you seen your mom in this picture? <laughs> the birthing picture out, out. Aiden, marriage picture out. Put this picture. Out. I'm actually thinking for my anniversary surprise, Mike, and perhaps I can bribe Troy to... Let's bribe him. Yeah, do a little something. Or that, blackmail him after we interview him. Yeah. You know? Maybe he's going <laughs> to hey. give us some juice and hey. we can just do it, you know? Yeah. Just do it, like we said. Just do it, exactly. <laughs> hey, it's like, that's my New Year's resolution, right? Is to try to get Troy to 
to make me look like, oh, <laughs> like one of those beauties, like one of his muses. Yeah, because I mean, that's, I mean, this is what he does, right? He like takes the blank canvas and then just goes for it with, but he's worked with everyone. Everyone. He calls them muse. And what I love is, well, I don't even want to give it away because he he's just incredible. I can't wait to sit down and talk to him and hear all the stuff he's doing. So I'm really excited to pick his brain. It's smart. We're going to learn a lot. We're going to really learn a lot. We should go get this guy. Okay, so just really quick before we go get him, how did the brows look? Girl, fleek. You too. Let's go get him. <laughs> Let's go get him. <laughs> Today we're going beyond beauty with mega iconic makeup artist, photographer, and entrepreneur, Troy Jensen. With 30 years of experience working with fashion supermodels like Cindy Crawford, Tyra Banks, and Hollywood A-listers like Jennifer Lopez, Gwyneth Paltrow, Bjork, the list goes on and on. He also helped create the look for the ultimate influencer, Kim Kardashian. Troy is an incredible artist, so whatever he gets his hands on, whether it's a camera or a client's face, the results speak for themselves. Troy's input is highly sought after, from makeup design to getting celebrities red carpet ready and now building incredible and innovative brands. Up-and-coming makeup artists look to him for inspiration. Basically, our guest influences the influencers. We are beyond thrilled to have him here today. Woo-hoo! And we've spent Hours making sure our eyebrows are worthy of a face-to-face sit-down with the creator and artist, Troy Jensen. Welcome, Troy. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Oh, my God. I am so excited to meet you. I have been stalking you for years (laughs) on social media. We've been pen pals for a long time. Yes. Your work is incredible. Where are you from? I'm from Orange County, actually. I grew up in Orange County near Dana Point. I left home at a very early age. I was around 15. And I had no idea I was going to get into the career that I'm in now. I wanted to be a portrait painter. And wow. a rock star is what I wanted to do. Oh, do you play any instruments? I don't, but I was a, I was a singer for a long time. Oh, wow. And so when I left home, used to set up my easel. I've hitchhiked to L.A. I met a lot of amazing people. I look back and I'm, I'm thinking anything could have happened to me. I was such a – I was like forever 10. I was this little – How old little, were you? I was 15. <gasps> But I looked oh really, God. really young for, for my age. I always say those years were very God-guided because I met some incredible people that really helped sort of guide me to what, where I'm at today. It's funny, right? Like you would think like if you would hear a story of like a 15-year-old hitchhiking to Los Angeles, you'd yeah. be like, oh, my God, that's crazy. But look where it got you, yeah. right? I was staying with my dad at the time in Huntington Beach and got into a big fight and I ended up walking out the door and hitchhiking and this guy picked me up he goes where are you going and he goes I'm going to LA and I said yeah I'm going to LA he goes well where are you going and I said take me to Rodeo Drive and it was the only street I knew I could think of in LA I was like take me to Rodeo Drive Posh so at 15 exactly so they he let me off on the corner of Wilshire and El Camino which was like one street up and that's kind of like just that was sort of the stepping into this world that I'm in now you know Talking from the immediately cre- immediately from just walking down the street, it, that's when it started. Well, talk fast. about creating a vision dropped off on Rodeo Drive. And yeah. now you are this amazing, huge artist entrepreneur doing so many incredible things because you're not just 
a makeup artist. You're not just yeah. a photographer. You are a true artist. There's yeah. so many things that you have your hands in, which yeah. I want to get to. You are so established in this industry. What is the biggest thing that you had to overcome at the level that you are right now? Probably my own tenacity and my own pride and ego. I was a bit of a wild child. I looked very young for my age and I still do. A lot of people tell me I, I don't look my I age. I know you have a 53. baby face. Yeah, I look, I'm 53. But, You're what? But, oh but it's, it, and it's a compliment now, but back at the time I thought of it as someone didn't respect me if they say I looked young, you know? Right. So at the time I, I looked at pictures, I was like, I looked... 10. I didn't even look 15. So I had this kind of like pugnacious kind of Napoleon, like, don't fuck with me. I'm a badass, you know? Right. And I carried that in and every person I met. And nowadays, you don't really have to be that way. You don't have to fight to be a makeup artist anymore. You don't have to fight to have people take you seriously. And back then, not only was it my age, but it was my vision that I had to implement. And I was working immediately, like by the age of like, you know, 17, 18, I was already working with celebrities. And oh they God, were, and they were like, who's this little kid from Orange County trying to tell me what to do with my hair and makeup? And I'd be like, bitch, shut up and sit down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about you know? to make you look exactly. like a diva. <laughs> and, then, and then at the end, I would, of course, rubber face and say, see, thanks, bye. Now you, I've had to adjust the way I communicate. Like even now as... I do makeup, I do hair, I do styling, I do even craft service on my shoots because I love such a tight ship and I'm, I work really quick and I know what I want. And you're but meticulous. Exactly. And sometimes I do have to open my studio up and work with other artists, sometimes even other makeup artists. And I've had to learn how to communicate and kind of let go of the control because I am such a control freak. And anyone who's worked with me will know that. Because, but it works. You know, when I work with a hairdresser, a lot of times things take longer. Another makeup artist, things take longer. Someone else has a different process than me. And so it's really important that I communicate effectively what it is that I'm looking for so we can get, get going. Right. But I think maybe when you were 15, that ego served you. You needed almost to have that in order to yeah. be able to establish yourself. Yeah. I think now you don't need to say anything. Your work speaks for everything and you know exactly yeah. what you want. Yeah. And I think that there's nothing to prove. You've already proved it. Right. And you know, nowadays in our industry, in my industry, the proof is more in social media numbers rather than talent or rather than vision or rather than authenticity. You know, I was, I hate using the word blessed, but I'm so grateful that I came into the industry at a time where I could actually create something. Right. And I created not just, I did not just create image for someone or a look for someone. I created products. I created the first the first of products for, for darker skin tones. I mean, I used to mix my own shades on the back of my hand because there was very limited shades for women of color. You know, I wow, used to make that... my own highlighters. I, you know, the, nowadays you can get a cream highlighter, a powder highlighter, this. A lot of the products were not available to artists. You know, I mixed them myself. I know that you were huge influencing with Kim Kardashian. You created yeah. this beauty goddess. Talk to me a little bit about that because I don't want to put any words in your mouth. Yeah. But I remember when Kim was just famous for the sex tape that came out, for going out with different guys and never really seen the way she is now. And I know yeah. that you had a big part in that. Yeah. You know, what's so crazy about working with her was that I've never, ever met a celebrity or artist or model or anyone that I was so hassled because I worked with them. And I was hassled. I was like, I would get threatening 
emails and comments, and it was crazy. Nowadays, it's crazy that she's so popular. But at the time, working with her, it was crazy. It was calamity. It was, you know, I was not prepared for what she brought into my life. And in a way, in hindsight, I look back and I think working with her did fuck up a lot of things for me. But in a way, it also helped me to define who I really needed to be right. for myself. And for that, I'm, I'm grateful. And there's no regrets. Working with her in the beginning when I met her, I met her through Paris and our my, a mutual friend, Robin Anton. And when I met her, you know, obviously I, didn't, I wasn't a fan of the, her look, her makeup or anything, but I could tell she was aesthetically Gorgeous. gorgeous. You know, my friends are like, you have to use, you work with Troy, you work with Troy and blah, blah, blah. And when I met her, I, I think my biggest influencer, influence on her was to change her perception of just rather than just being a sex symbol for men, be an inspiration for women of all ethnicities, ages, body types. Right. And if you look at what her and her sisters have created, they've really changed the game for fashion, for beauty. Um, for so they many, have I mean, makeup, makeup empire I mean, it's, now. I, they have uh, not only the empire, but just the, the perception. Back then, I have full-figured sisters and family members and friends, and to go shopping with them was really depressing. You know, it would be like shell top and fuchsia, black and orange. Now, flower prints. Exactly, full-figured girls are sexy now. They have clothes that are flattering, that are beautiful. You you can thank the Kardashians for that. And you can thank what Kim did for that. You know, when we first started working with her, not a lot of people would give me clothes to, to for free for her. You know, nobody would want, let me style her. Nobody, wow. I would try to get a hairdresser. Hey, will you do hair? I have this idea doing like, we. I wanted to do all kinds of looks with her. I was so inspired by her. But I would be like inspired, like today we're going to do something really Latin, like Jennifer Lopez or, you know, Selena or whatever. And then we're going to do something really sort of like Italian beauty. You know, I, I, I saw that she had this sort of aesthetic Diversity. And this beauty that could be so many could be appealing to so many different types of women. And so she allowed me to sort of just go crazy with her. She was at my house weekly. And I actually was telling a friend this joke. It's like I would <laughs> a lot of times she would call me last minute. Say, I'm going to this thing. Will you do my makeup, please? And she would she come over to my house. I was like, okay, but your fee is bring me some dips. You know those little ice cream balls. <laughs> yeah. And she would she would show up to the door, and I I go, where's my dip? She goes, oh, I'm so sorry, Troy. I was so late. I'm like, there's a Ralph's right around the corner. <laughs> and she's like, ah, okay, I'll go get them. And she would come back with like two big buckets, and I was like. Yeah, you know. I'm glad that the big booty's back because I'm a Latina <laughs> and the big booty I was always trying to hide growing yeah. up. And now it's embraced. The thing now is that you just see uh, all these like clones and you see people that have like have taken her a little bit too seriously to uh -huh. where they want to look like her and, and change their face to look like her. I, I think that's unfortunate. You know, that was never my goal to, to, to start a, a Kim army of lookalikes. It was to, to inspire women to look past their flaws, to be their best self, to be authentic and original and sexy and whatever they want to be, not to be a clone of her, of Kim Kardashian or anyone. Right. I agree. What is your true definition of beauty? It's a definition that I used to try to imply with Kim to be diverse. You know, I said, let's one day on the red carpet, let's do like full glam Hollywood starlet and the next time let's do like fresh no makeup and she was not about that she was like I want to be beat I want lashes I want contour I want the full thing and so if anything her if you look at the 
first part of her career, of when she first sort of exploded onto the scene of like fashion and editorial, everything was like a make under with her. You know, right. everything was like no makeup. Kim, and like it was just like she, they invented something like with her. Like, you know, she is a naturally beautiful girl. And now you see she's sort of kind of come full circle. She, her makeup isn't as harsh. Um, well, not at, that it was harsh, not as sculpted, not as heavy, not as layered, you know? Yes. And, you know, that I call it like pop star makeup. Like it's the kind of makeup I used to do on like in Vogue or the Pussycat Dolls for a music video. Like who needs like. Oh, I love the Pussycat who, Dolls. Exactly. You know, who needs, <laughs> you know, three sets of lashes yes. to go get a coffee at Starbucks, you know? Uh, oh, my God. So what do you, Troy Jensen, what do you think is the definition of beauty? I think it is art. It's beauty is art to me. So I don't look at it as features or aesthetic or skin tone. I look at it as art. I'm not a woman, so I don't know what that means to be a beautiful woman. But when I see a beautiful woman and I get inspired to create something with them, I hope that they trust me to just let me do my vision. It may not be something they're going to wear out or whatever, but that they allow themselves to be, let the artist do its thing. And that I don't say trust everyone. Right. You know, I have friends who got bad haircuts because they trusted the wrong artist or, you know, whatever. <laughs> you know, sh- you know, went to had a, their wedding with like looking like, you know, a drag queen, you know, when they wanted fresh and they didn't, you know. So if anything, I just I try to incorporate my I call them my muses to to understand the process of developing a look where get involved in like looking at the ideas and really spend time to see someone's aesthetic and what they do. A lot of that you see on Instagram is retouched and filtered. So you really want to make sure if you're going to hire a makeup artist that you you see their ability, not just the finished product, but you see that, you know. And also, I think you would probably take that person's, their personality, I would yeah. assume, right? Yeah. And and what they, everybody has something that yeah. they bring. And I'm sure you have to incorporate that into that canvas that yeah. you're working on. Well, you know, my beauty aesthetic has never been about transforming a woman right. into somebody else. It's more about enhancing. In fact, I feel when I first started working with Kim, let's, for instance, I feel her makeup was much heavier when, before I met her, I just showed her incarnations of influences of different people, whether it's Sophia Loren or Jennifer Lopez or all these people that are, are just aesthetically beautiful, that are womanly and feminine and sexy. And I always thought it was much more interesting to see that wow factor woman to woman, not sexually, but just like my mother was my ultimate inspiration. I mean, she comes from a a racially mixed background. She was aesthetically beautiful. She didn't have a lot of girlfriends. All the men, she would come pick us up. She would have no makeup on. She'd wear like a sweater. You could tell she's not wearing a bra. She had a beautiful body. And you could see the women like, bitch. (laughs) You know, but... And the men going... (laughs) (laughs) Your mom. (laughs) Your mom is so hot. Yeah. Like, I think that's how I grew up. So defensive, you know, fighting for my sisters, fighting for my mom. If people said something, I'm a warrior for women. And I feel a lot of my, my work that I've done, it's to empower women, to empower them, not to change them, not to transform them and not to make them feel that they, that they're not as beautiful as like someone like Jennifer Lopez or Kim Kardashian, but but that they can aspire to be that. Well, and also, you know, my husband always tells me that women wear makeup for women. 
I look at a woman's makeup yeah. and I'm like, ooh, I like yeah. that. I like th- yeah. that looks good. Well, I, I think women, women look at makeup differently than men. When women look at makeup to sort of conceal, reshape, you know, help define something that they may not have naturally. Right. And there's a very famous quote from Sophia Loren to Barbara Streisand. And she said, darling, don't get a nose job. Make up your eyes. <laughs> I always love that quote. I love that quote. Oh, my God. I got to put that somewhere. It's true, though. Yeah. What beauty tip, if you had one beauty tip that you could give our listeners, what do you think it would be? One beauty tip. Oh, my gosh. That's hard. Or what not to do. You know, I I think I'll do both. Okay, first, what to do. Probably not be a slave to to trends or what other people are doing, but find something you really like personally, even if it's not popular, even if, if it's not on a famous face, that it could be something from the past. It could be something from a movie. It could be something that you see on the street and that you say, hey, you know, I'm going to try this. And you know what? It's makeup. So if it doesn't look good, you can wash it off. It's not a tattoo. It's not surgery. It's not Botox or filler. It's so just makeup. Yeah. Have fun with it. Yeah. Have fun and with experiment. It. And and that I think that's really amazing. What not to do? What is the one makeup trend you'd I really think, want to I get rid of? I think when people do the permanent makeup or permanent tattooing, permanent lip liner, permanent eyebrows, it's like, you know, that can get a little tricky. I would try to do it with makeup because, you know, people change. And it's like your lip shape might change. Your, yeah. Your eyebrow shape might change. It's like Gravity. To, do something, to do something permanent. I feel can be a little scary. Well, yeah, and especially your face does change over time. Gravity is not your friend. And, you know, nowadays with technology, we were talking about our mutual friend, Dr. Anne Quanche. She did the show. I love her. She's amazing. She, when I refer her to my clients, I literally say she could shape your face with a needle. Doesn't mean you should. Is my point. <laughs> Just because you can do it doesn't mean you should. I have and to. <laughs> and, what, and one thing about her is one thing I love about her is that she has a very natural aesthetic. It's why I trust her with my clients. She's not going to change them. They're not going to come out with like lips the size of, you know, okay, water, so. watermelon. You know, it's like they're going to she's going to keep them natural. And it's what I love about her. Well, who is your inspiration, Troy? I have to say immediately Andy Warhol. I I don't see things just as a makeup artist. You know, I I don't dream of eyeshadows and lipsticks. I dream of more of like a filmic type of idea or a concept. I'm very conceptual when I shoot. The tools are are makeup and my photography. Because you're not a makeup artist and a photographer only. You are an entrepreneur. There are so many. You are (laughs) what I would say a true artist. Thank you. You are do art and that encompasses many things and I want to talk to you a little bit about all the things that you're doing right now that is absolutely incredible so excited to hear about this I was a celebrity makeup artist for I mean it's going on 37 years I will always be a makeup artist my passion is beauty there isn't a girl from my family my mom she's in my house five minutes and I'm doing her makeup I just can't help (laughs) myself you know (laughs) Sharing products, sharing ideas, sharing looks, sharing whatever, my expertise, what I've learned, what I love. But it's it's not dominating my life anymore. I don't have to schlep my makeup kit everywhere. I don't need an agent to get me with the right people. I have right now, I would say my clientele is rather than like the it girls, which for many years, I had the it girls. All the red carpets, supermodels, all the, yeah. all all the big celebrities. And yeah. And, you know, my career is very diverse. I had 
older iconic beauties like Catherine Deneuve, Farrah Fawcett, Jacqueline Smith, Diana Ross. Wow. And then I had pop stars like En Vogue. I did all their videos. Christina Aguilera, Mariah Carey. I was Mariah's first makeup artist in the early 90s. I was Christina Aguilera's first makeup artist before she was even signed. Their management and their labels would come to me and say, Troy, help me make them a star. And that's what that's what I would do. You create know, would, their look for them. I would create them. a look and yes. would, I would meet them and see them and, and get a vibe about what or what their interests were, where they wanted to go, what they liked, what they didn't like and sort of together, you know, because it's to me, it's collaborative. I don't want to change somebody into something they, that's not them, you know. Right. I just want to sort of help them kind of become it and enhance it. But from there, it was probably about 16, no, 18 years now, I decided to pick up a camera because I was working with this photographer and I would set up the lighting, set up the this, come up with the ideas, and he would click the picture and take the credit. I remember one time I got like snippy with him and he was like, you know what, Troy, if you think you can do better, you should pick up a camera and do it yourself. And Troy and was, was like, oh, like, wait a minute. I... <laughs> Why didn't I think of that? Yeah, like, uh, <laughs> that's a good idea. I'm going to try that. So I went to the camera store and I bought this whole setup and I called my friend model Tyra Banks and I Shut said up. I um, love that you are like oh, what sign are you you got some I'm a Libra about. completely Libra oh I love Com- Libras complete Libra Surrounded. open up the book it's my picture <laughs> I called her and I said and this is really funny that I've been I've photographed Tyra many times but I photographed her show America's Top Model a couple of times I did the gallery I did the you know the where the, the pictures disappear I've done makeovers for them it's and she's even had me on the show and talked about this story I'm going to tell you. Okay. So I called her and I said, you know, I'm sh- I'm a photographer now. <laughs> <laughs> I want to shoot you. So she so she comes and she goes, oh, yeah, sure. Come. She came over. I shot her. I spent the whole day. We did this. I did her hair and makeup. Took the film to the, to the camera store because I was shooting film at the time before digital. Right. Fucked up all the film. Came back. I didn't set my, my aperture right or whatever. And it came back. The, the film wasn't good. So I called her and I said, Tyra. I fucked up the film. Will you shoot with me again? <laughs> and she said, yes. She goes, of course, I'll shoot with you again, which thank you, Tyra, for, for giving me another chance. <clears throat> so I shot her again. The film came out great. And you're like, ooh, I yeah. can do this. Yeah. And so from there, I did it. It was kind of like my little dirty secret because, you know, I was working with some of the biggest photographers at the time, and they were not cool about a makeup artist shooting and stealing their lighting tricks and all that stuff. Oh, my God. So I had to keep it on the DL. I kept it very quiet and very sort of under wraps until I met Kim. And then when I met Kim Kardashian, it became this like huge, huge thing, you know, like my digitals, my phone pictures. I, I, I mean, I made money off of all types of people were calling me going, can I get that picture that you posted? Blah, blah, blah. We'll pay you. And it was crazy. As soon as that sh- I worked with her and all that came out, I was, power pretty, much, I was, pretty, media. I was pretty much done. You know, it's like, right. it was, it was sort of, it was a, a transition. It was a challenging transition. It was a tough transition. You know, it all worked out. Well, what are you doing now? Because I know yeah. you have many things yeah. in the pot that you're stirring. Well, can you share some yeah, of it yeah. with us? Well, you know, my work as a makeup artist, and photographer, like I said, it would do image development for models, for their agencies, for record labels, for their new artists, for TV stars, pop stars, even professional women who, you know, whether it's a doctor, lawyers, CEOs, whatever, call me to help them build an image a visual image for now we're in social media everybody posts their image their pictures so they want to be and look their best from there I would then start working with brands doing events product development licensing deals after one another and from there my business became this sort of like branding development kind of 
business. Yes, it was makeup. Yes, it was photography. But it was more about creating the persona the behind a, the brand right. or the behind the person. And from there, about a year ago, I met my business partner, my manager, Jarek Addison, who we've, we've developed. And he's helped me sort of reinvent my career and who, what I'm doing. Right. And then we met my business partner, Twyla True. And um, her and her husband, Alan, built in a very a huge empire, real estate and cars and all that stuff. And she wanted to get into beauty. So we had a mutual friend who introduced us. And at first, on our first meeting, she wanted to present, the idea was she was going to present a licensing deal to me to develop a Troy Jensen makeup, whatever, product. Right. And from there, we- Your own line. Yeah, my own line, yeah. Right. As I told her my ideas, she said at the end of the meeting, she says, you know, I- I brought you in here for a licensing deal, but I've actually decided I'm going to make you a business partner. I want to form a company with you, and I want to brand influencers, celebrities with products, and not all, not just, not just necessarily beauty, right. because I think you have a vision beyond beauty. From there, you know, we signed singer and actress Jordan Sparks, and we just launched her two uh, collection, signature collections, jewelry collections. Fine wow. jewelry, one fine jewelry, one kind of signature, you know, one higher price point, one lower price point. And then we signed Joanna Krupa. She's a model, Polish model. She was on the, one of the housewife shows in Miami years ago. She does a lot of work for PETA and animal rights. And so when we did her analytics, we felt it was really smart to come out with a pet product. So we came out with a line called Krupas, K-R-U-P-A-W-S. And, oh my God. and we did these really genius leashes, collars, and harnesses that light up. They're LED, and um, they're so amazing. So you can that go. That sounds on, so cool. I want on, one for my dog. Yeah, you, everyone needs these, it's especially now. Like a friend of mine said, she was she has the collars and harnesses. She was walking her her dog up the street, and she goes, "There was a coyote. The coyote took one look at the, these lights and took off." So wow, I think now more and more with the fires and stuff, and people who live in the hills, they're gonna ha- there's gonna be more coyotes, whatever, coming down, you know. A lot of wildlife, yeah, too. And so that's like... this will kind of scare them off. Oh, my God. A, a try. I am so inspired. Makeup artist, makeup artist, photographer, entrepreneur, branding, jewelry, pet products. Yeah. Oh, my God. The sky's the limit. Yeah, and I we want have, to we be have some... in that brain for right. just a little bit. We have a lot of things. Like, I don't like talking about things until they're completed and they're done and they're perfect. But, you know, with, with Jordan's collection, I, I shot it. I came up with the concept of the campaign. I shot it. It was, and I wanted it to be really her She's about so her. Beautiful and too. you know, we we shot it in a day, and and then same thing with Joanna. I had an idea that I wanted to do with her. Sort of, it's just been great to. I'm still learning about the corporate mind. You know, my business partner is such an influence. Twyla has taught me so much. I come from a place of I'm an emotional person, and when it comes to business, especially the corporate world, is it's not about emotions. It's about business. It's about making conscious clear decisions. It's about working with other people. It's about not taking sharing, things personal. Not taking things personal. It's about delegating responsibility and stepping back and letting people do their job. And a lot of that that was not a challenge, but it was just, it was a transition for me. And she has been so amazing and so inspiring. And I, I look up to her and she, she comes from Native American heritage and things that she's done for her business and for her family, but also for her people are just, it's so awesome. So amazing. 
Well, that's that's incredible, and it's and is a new experience when you marry the creative brain with the business brain. Yeah. It is. It does take a little while, but then it kind of makes sense. Yeah. Right. It yeah. starts once you get that. Yeah. Business brain, you activate yeah. that, and you, those two things marry. Yeah. Then you're like, "Oh, this is kind of cool." Yeah, of getting, and it's funny because not a lot of artists have the ability to have the creative and the business brain. Yeah, I also am very creative, but I also have that business sense. And sometimes it's hard when you work with people that are just creative because. Yeah. Me, when I when I see my vision, I don't see anything else. Yeah, yeah. Or, or in business, you notice that entrepreneurs, real business people, aren't getting offended. It's like, no, I don't like that. What else you got? Right. And it's like, and when, as an artist, it's like, no, I don't. You're like, oh, wait a minute, that's that's my art. <laughs> that's so my ideas. Yeah. So in business, it, it is quite a dance yeah. that you got to do. Yeah, I do. Ha- I have to say, I'm I'm so happy and proud of my team now. I, we I have such a great team. You know, to see the finish products like Krupa's, Joanna's line. We just launched it a couple weeks ago. It's real. We did this. We we, we actually created this and it's something that it's going to be on pets all over the all over the country, all over the world because she has such an amazing engagement all over the world. I'm so excited. Oh my God. I'm so excited. Troy, you got to promise me you're going to come back and tell me more about all the stuff that you're doing yeah. because I could sit here and literally talk to you for another hour. <laughs> I'd um, love to. I want to play a little game with you. Okay. I'm going to have my producer, Tessa, come in. But before we do that, I would love for you to so- uh, plug all your social media and okay. where people can find you. Yeah. My my Instagram is at it's Troy Jensen, I-T-S-T-R-O-Y-J-E-N-S-E-N. The products that we launched with Jordan, Sparks, and Joanna Krupa can be found on www.rivalworld.com. Also, I have a a lip collection that I created with a brand called 3 Custom Color. And what's great about this brand is if you have a lipstick that you love that got discontinued, you can send a little sample of it and they can recreate it for you. Oh, my God. That's so cool. Yeah. And they they can sort of replicate any shade, you know. And so this custom blending service is, is something I think is so great because it makes us all artists it makes us all you we can you can create something that you know if you have a a seasonal lipstick exactly. that you want to wear all right. year round exactly and so i created two collections with them i created one for the summer called beach babe that's still available on the on the the website and then one that i just launched a couple weeks ago for holiday called starlet muse it features actually a girl that i've that I've discovered recently. Her name's Mosh, and she looks sort of like a Marilyn Monroe type of pinup girl. We've had a lot of fun creating different looks together, and the collection is really, really beautiful. So now I know I want to get my girlfriends for Christmas. Yes. So where do we get this lipstick? You can get it at um, www.3custom.com. Perfect. So, Troy, we're going to play a little game with my producer, Tessa, and uh, I'll let her explain the game to you. Awesome. Bring it. Now it's time for Would You Rather and Rapid Fire. So you're going to have time to think about the first two questions, okay? Okay. Okay. But the last part, no self-editing allowed. Just shoot it straight from the hip. You're going to probably embarrass yourself, but that's okay. I'm I'm down with that. Okay. Um, I'm going to let my guest go first. And then um, with the first two questions, and then the rapid fire, I guess me and Troy just get in there and... You're okay. so you're so polite. I know. You're wonderful. Okay, here we go. You're the hostess with the most. Yeah. She really is. Really is. She's seen me at home. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Trey, would you rather 
never use social media sites or apps again, or never watch another movie or TV show. So no Next Top Model, no Keeping Up with the Kardashians, or no social media sites at all. I would say no social media sites. Wow. Why? Because I feel like it's, um, you know, somebody told me that 10 years from now, actually, the number one cause of death will be depression due to social media. I personally have to to say, Troy, put your motherfucking phone down, (laughs) go outside, take a walk. Who gives a shit? Who's liking? Who's tagging? Who? Whatever. Yeah. Wow. And go live life. That's, and, that's amazing. And it's addictive. I get it. It's addictive. It's addictive looking into other people's lives and, and, and being desperate to be accepted, to be wanted, to be loved, to be admired. I get all that. But it's fate. I think we have to look at what's the cost. So you know? true. Only you would teach us a beautiful lesson in this game. <laughs> I love that. No, but I love it. It's so true. It's it is so true. true. Okay. Next one. Would you rather spend two years, you get two years with your soulmate, only to have them die and you never love again. This game's a little depressing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or spend your life with someone, your entire life with someone nice, and you're you're settling, kind of. I feel like I've lived both of those already a couple of times. <laughs> I, and I have to say, you know, love, when I have fallen in love, it has, I would probably have given anything for it. So I would probably have to say love. I would choose love with the soulmate. Yeah, I'm me too. My tears, guys. Me too. Yeah, I'm a mushy. I'm a Libra, you know? Yeah. So, well, Truth, beauty, love, all that. My best friend's a Libra. She can never decide which guy she likes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, I, so, there's know, so many. No, I'm, not, I'm not a Libra like that. I'm a Libra. I know what I like. I know what I want. I know what ter- what my passion is and what drives me. That, to me, is the truth. That's the, that's, that's the answer. Right. But where I will drive you crazy is take me to dinner. And I won't know whether to get this or that. And now I'm a vegan, which makes things really crazy. Oh, my God. So. How? Because I tried. And I try. I tried vegan days. But then I've got to. You know what? what? I, I, I challenge everyone to do a vegan day. Do one vegan day a week. I it would tried. be really good for you. Yeah. But you don't want to get me started on vegan. No, and that's for the I'm next vegan. show. Yeah. yeah, we don't have hours. <laughs> I don't want to piss anyone off. <laughs> that's the opposite of rapid fire. Tell me about your veganism. Okay. okay. So rapid fire, you guys can both answer at your leisure. Which is more important, primer or setting spray? Primer. Rapid. Uh, I would say setting spray. <laughs> oh. <laughs> matte or shimmer eyeshadow? Uh, matte. matte. Liquid or gel eyeliner? Gel. Gel. Cream or powder contour color? Cream. Cream. Uh, powder. Mascara on the bottom lid? Yes, no? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yay or nay to entourages? Depends. Uh, I'm, I'm not an entourage person. Thin or bushy As eyebrows? I came here by myself. Yeah, yes. that's true. That's I'm true. here by myself. I'm no, your entourage. No, We're your entourage today. My friends are like, you want me to sk- we want to come watch? I'm like, no. <laughs> Thin or bushy eyebrows? Bushy. Bushy thick. Ooh. Yeah. We like something. Yeah. <laughs> I do too. Okay. Nails. Long acrylic nails or short natural nails? Oh, short no. natural. I, I love long. Give me some. Oh. I was once at the Chateau Vermont. This is not rapid. I met Lana Del Rey and I could not stop touching her fingernails. I was like obsessed. <laughs> and they're like literally that long yes. and rounded and just like heaven. They're everything. Oh, You're like, scratch my back. Yeah. <laughs> Call them ball scratchers when they're that long. <laughs> So I lovely. Love it. That's so lovely. <laughs> so, so nice. I like those balls. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Build it and they will because come. Yes. 
<laughs> makes a nail appointment. Uh, <laughs> and because I know you're a vegan, soy or almond milk, what kind of milk are we using? Uh, uh, definitely not soy. I would say almond milk. Yes. Okay. Uh, so I'm, I'm yeah. so okay. glad I... I got to give you my cashew milk okay. recipe. I would do cashew milk. Oh, I want. I'm nice. getting there. To, I'm still learning. I'm, I'm about the cooking stuff. If you go on my Instagram, I follow so many amazing vegan pages, and I just literally love to look at the recipes and and tr- I made my first vegan Thanksgiving dinner this year. It was awesome. Oh my god, I got to hear about that. Yeah. But. Well, how long has that been going on? The veganism is that like a month? It, a it's, year? Yeah, it's going on like a month. Okay. Yeah, oh. it's new. Your skin looks fabulous. Yeah, you look great. Well, that's Anna Guanchin up. Yeah. <laughs> All right, All right guys, thanks for hanging out. Thank that's you. the game. You guys were not rapid enough, but I liked the explanations. Hey. <laughs> Next time we'll play Sometimes. What If. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, Tessa. No Thank you, Tessa. All right, Troy, so one last question I ask everybody. If you were left unsupervised and nobody could see you and there was five things you had to grab to survive, what would it be? My dog's. That's two. Water, my glasses. I love that. And my best friend, Jarek. Aww, Jarek's such a cool guy. Yeah. I love that answer. Well, Troy. Who doesn't really leave me unsupervised that often? <laughs> Smart guy. <laughs> well, I just want to say thank you for thank coming you. in. It was such a pleasure doing this with you. So fun. I can't wait to have you back on to tell us more of your entrepreneurial stuff that you're doing. It's very exciting. I'd love to bring my girls next time. I'll bring like Jordan or or Joanna. Yeah, that would be amazing. Well, thank you. Thank you. And have a great one. Thanks for listening to Left Unsupervised. Don't forget to stalk us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Left Unsupervised Podcast. We'll catch you guys next week. Thanks for listening. 